I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for Hello and welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. With me, as always, is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's episode is sponsored by local patriots who need some new conspiracy theories now that all the old ones have come true. <laughs> Ouch. Hey, that is real deal right there. Don't worry. I'm sure we'll find some. Yeah. Hey, real quick, in the news front, I don't want to get any news articles today, but uh, you just keep seeing what the left accuses the other side of come true. Mm-hmm. Oh, Trump had classified documents. Now Joe Biden has them. Now Mike Pence has them. Mike Pence, what are you doing with classified documents? What else is there? You know, Russia collusion. How about that one? The Trump, the whole the Trump campaign is Russia collusion, Russia collusion. Cut to the FBI agent that said that was taking money from a Russian oligarch. Weird. And I'm not talking, this isn't conspiracy. Now, this man has now been arrested for it. <laughs> He's going to jail for it. So there you go, another conspiracy come true. Yeah, hey, we know in ten- end times that good will be called evil and evil will be called good. We need to be aware of these things. We need to be vigilant. Oh, where'd you get that? I don't know. <clears throat> we need to be looking at what's going on in our lives. Because the next pandemic, air quotes, is right around the corner. The next shutting down of your church is right around the corner. You know what it's going to be? I just read this the other day. Super gonorrhea. Come on now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's one that you, uh, hey, I don't, they'll try it. They tried it with monkeypox. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And I, I do, I do believe that they will say that these STDs, they'll stop allowing people to have unprotected encounters with one another. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be having unprotected encounters outside of marriage anyways. Encounters. You like that? <laughs> but you can't have the government telling you this. But guess what? I bet you, I bet you the lockstep. Nazi regime of the left, the people that are out there screaming at the March for Life, people that Jesus Christ blesses abortion. Blesses abortion. No, that's not what she said. Your fake white she Jesus. She said, thank you, fake white Jesus Christ for abortion. Yeah. Hey, that lady will fall right in with whatever the government will say. You need to stop having extramarital affairs or whatever. We need to stop creating. It's coming. That's what they want. That's what the globalist elitists, they think they have this lock on the world. Mm -hmm. You see it throughout the world right now, from Brazil to Spain to Argentina. These countries, people, millions of people are rallying to say, we're not going to take it anymore. Christians, we need to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm... I'm new to the the March for Life movement, the Students for Life movement. It was great to see so many people show up post-Roe. Yep. Saying that the work's not done. Right, because there's still millions of babies being aborted. What did she say? 700,022 were aborted last year, and that's Roe stopped in uh, June 24th. six months. Yeah, plus. Yeah. Yep. If one child is aborted, it's too many. Mm Mm-hmm. The six-week heartbeat bills, they're garbage. Yep. We need to abolish abortion. I don't know. I, I can't tell you how we go about it, except for changing hearts and minds, which what they said. I, I love a lot, a lot of Catholic priests there. And mm-hmm. Those uh, those Eastern Orthodox guys with the cool hats that kind of hang down. They always have cool beards, too. I like that. Hey, if, we're, if we got to team up with you guys and we can abolish abortion, let's do it. 
stand with Christians all over any denomination that say abortion is murder. We need to be there. Yep. That's how we get it done, I guess. Yeah, that's the only way. Yeah. Hey, and if you listen to last week's show, we're going to dive back into that because uh, Becky had so much to say that, or maybe I just cut her off and rambled too much that she couldn't get everything out. We're going to dive back into the new apostolic reformation. Got the word right again. Good job. It's this movement, if you didn't catch last week's show, it's this movement, a dominionism movement that's into churches. We'll loosely use that. You know, if you've heard of church, the church Bethel out of Redding, California, they, they make some great catchy music. Mm-hmm. But they have a they have a college there. Mm-hmm. The, the word supernatural is in the title. We'll get to that today. But the new apostolic reformation is this, we're going to bring a better world here on, on earth, and then Jesus will come back. Like he's waiting for us yeah. to get it together, because that's how it works. I am not a huge biblical scholar, but when I read Matthew 24, the book of Revelation, any of these things, I don't see that. I see a total depravity. I see a falling away. Those words are in the Bible. A yes. falling away will come. A deception will come. A great deception. And, and what is greater than mimicking yeah. what God has done? And not in not to get into a pre-trib, post-trib debate here because we don't have that kind of time. But once that happens, once these signs have been fulfilled, then Jesus steps out. Because he said. Because he said he'll be here. Yeah. Right? Not because we do things right. Yeah, exactly. And every eye will see him. Does he crush the Mount of Olives? I can't remember. He steps on it and it cracks it in half. There you go. Hey, not to be too lighthearted, but that's my dude right there. That <laughs> that's that's the end of all this garbage. When he comes back, nothing we can do can fast forward that. Nope. But even he said, "I don't know when I'll come back." Only, Only God. God knows. knows. Yeah. Yeah. So you get these. We talked about apostles last week. Let's go real back. Old Testament apostles. Prophets. Yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> so we talked about apostles, New Day apostles, and how they, they're they uh, they're different than the 12, plus Obviously. Paul. So now we want to talk about prophets a little bit. Old Testament prophets. What happened if you were an Old Testament prophet and that prophet didn't, and you what you prophesied didn't come true? You were killed. You were killed. Hey, do you want to be a modern day prophet today? Do you want to tell me something's going to happen in my life with that risk coming at the end? No. No, I, I ain't got time to prophesize over people. <laughs> I am out working trying to share the gospel with people. That's it. If there is a, there is a new modern day prophet movement that is separate from this, I believe, where we heard these two gentlemen out of Texas that they said God just really put it on their heart to start a ministry to get women and children out of the sex trade, and they did that, and they are doing that. Okay, if that's how you feel God is moving you and that's your prophetic message, hey, have at it, because God calls each one of us to do something different. Besides sharing the gospel, God will call you to evangelizing your work. Ah, that's mm-hmm. a tough one. So these modern-day prophets, I, you could take it away on some of these modern-day prophets you've seen. Well, they're not prophesying anything that has to do with the Bible. Yeah. So if you want to be a prophet out in the secular world, don't bring the Bible into it. Okay. But I, again, going back to this one, just one example, this lady was said this was my prophecy for this morning or for December. And she kept saying, God doesn't want me to miss. He doesn't want me to miss it. He doesn't want me to miss out. 
and I see political offices, and I see this, and I see that, but they're very broad terms Mm -hmm. that have nothing, and she actually said a whole bunch, but didn't say a word. Hmm. I see this happening. I see uh, rehabs. Well, neat. Yeah. I see those, too. Mm Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me a prophet. And also, you haven't said a word. You're not prophesying anything. You're saying God is giving you a vision of political offices. God is giving you a vision of something big coming. Mm -hmm. But what is it? She said 10 different things that God has given her a vision of, but didn't say a word, didn't prophesy a single thing. And I see this over and over in these prophecies and healings. Mm-hmm. I will call out Bill Johnson. Everybody likes to defend him, and I cannot. I, I'd like to say I can't grasp it, but I can see how when Bill you're Johnson in it. Bill Johnson is a charlatan. When you're in it, it's hard to see it. Mm-hmm. But Bill Johnson, legit this happened, and it's on video. Anybody can look it up. Came into a room of thousands of people and said, I see somebody being healed, somebody healing from a twisted knee. Mm. A twi- Are you kidding me? A twisted knee. First of all, you don't need to heal from that. Yeah, rub some dirt on it and walk it out. Then he pointed to a lady and said, you, is it you? Do you have a twisted knee? You do? You're healed. Stand up and show people what you can do. Are you... What? He -hmm. didn't pray. He didn't ask for healing in Jesus' name. Yeah. He just said, you're healed, and gave himself the glory. Ouch. That's all it should take for one person to say, this guy's full of himself. Mm -hmm. This guy's full of crap. Yep. Hey. That's all it should do. I don't care if he did a million other good things. He gave himself the glory for nothing, by mm-hmm. the way. A twisted knee. I can't stop. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. not healing. Yeah. That's your body healing itself, which it does every single day. I hurt my back, and it's going to be fine by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I hope my back won't be, but... But you know... But anyway, yeah. moving on. Hey. If, that, if that's your prophecy, come on now. Well, his prophecy is God told me to collect $98 million and build a new building. And, and, this is the criminal part about it. If you can't afford, and you you can quote me on this. Mm -hmm. You can find this on the internet. If you can't afford it, put it on your credit card. Come on. Show me in the Bible where you're supposed to charge (laughs) your life to fund a brand new building when you don't need a brand new building. You've got this mega structure. Mm Mm-hmm. Multiple buildings, wh- how is that prophesying? Uh, it's crazy. It's beneficial to you. Nothing the Old Testament prophets said benefited themselves. Nope. They warned people. Their prophecy were, repent and be saved. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see one prophet in modern times, and I use the term prophet loosely, say, America, you need to repent and be saved. Mm -hmm. And leave it at that. No, they're saying, here's who's going to be president. You're going to have blessings, financial Mm -hmm. blessings. Nobody's ever prophesied, you're going to have cancer and die of it in six months. I've never heard that prophecy. Mm -hmm. Because people don't want to hear that, which means you're not preaching the truth. And you're definitely not preaching the gospel. Yeah. Nobody ever prophesies how you're going to die. It's always how you're going to live. And this this is kind of tied in with healing ministries, mm-hmm. which uh, the name it, claim it. And I just heard this new one, blab it, grab it. 
and it, it, our pastor said that in Sunday school, and everybody laughed, and I was sitting there, and my gut, I just had a pit in my stomach, and I looked at my friend, I said, yeah, that's funny, until you know people mm-hmm. that believe that, and God is putting these people in my life, and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Hey. People that I love and respect, sorry, people that I love and respect, and I know have great knowledge, more knowledge than I'll ever have of the Bible, and are falling into this lock, stock, and barrel. I don't know what to do with this. We're not saying that God can't heal. No, God can heal anything. What we're saying is these healers, these prophets, they are taking the glory for themselves. For-profit healers, I might say. Whoa, whoa, for-profit healers. Two words in one there. But what we're saying is, how about this? How about if you are have a true injury? And people put their hands on you, like the Bible says, and pray for you. Mm -hmm. And it's at that moment when your heart becomes so broken and so helpless for only God to heal you, and he does. Mm -hmm. Yes, you needed that support of those people, but those people could have not been there, and you could have came to that same realization without any conduits of healers. Mm -hmm. To me, the healing comes from God through you. You, the total broken, depraved, lost soul that can do nothing good except for through Jesus Christ. So yes, Becky and I believe in healing, but we don't believe that it's a conduit. These modern day for profit, not prophets, but for profit healers, they pat themselves on the back. Look what I did. Look what I did. Pay me and I'll teach you. Yeah. No. And they say, look back to, look back to the book of Acts. Look back to when Jesus sent the apostles out to heal. Who did they heal in the name? The name of Jesus Christ is who they healed. I wasn't there. Maybe Peter said, hey, look what I did sometimes. He would seem like a boastful guy, mm-hmm. like to chop people's ears off. But what they did, the power they were granted was from our Savior who was walking on the earth. They, I would take it that if they were true followers of Christ, they, they knew not what they were doing. It wasn't through them. Mm-hmm. It was probably scary. Uh, yeah. But for for them to do it, and I think he even says, you guys couldn't heal, right? right. Why not? Oh, yeah. you didn't do it in my name. He told them that at one point. Mm-hmm. So today, it, these healers, I don't know. I, to me, when I read the word, it was done, but I can see I can see where people say, no, here, here's where it starts again in the book of Acts. It talks about end times, which we you could say started when Jesus left. Okay, fair enough. But these healers start to put on pride, and they start to put on an ego, and they start to do it in their name. That's where you've got to stop. And when they tell people that I've done this, mm-hmm. and I and I have to say, gifts are a it's not something you can earn or learn. Mm-hmm. They are gifts from God. Mm-hmm. I cannot teach you a gift, but these people are teaching, and people are paying money mm-hmm. to learn how to heal. Who do you think you are that you? <laughs> can heal like Jesus. And these words were told to me mm-hmm. from somebody I love and respect. And I was speechless. Yeah. I had, I didn't know what to do. And this, this is supposed to be, this is where God has put me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And this is where I have to do some soul searching. I don't know what to do with this. I mean, do you want to to hear the hard truth? And this is the hard truth for everybody listening out there that may be going through the same situation, what the Bible says. Mark them and move on. Mm -hmm. I mean, it hurts. Got to pull that Band-Aid off. 
we can go back and we can try to reason with them through scripture, but it says mark them and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, you know, what's really hard is to reason with a person that's read the Bible 10 million times mm-hmm. that used to be a missionary that I know this person has more knowledge and has done more research than me, but how, mm-hmm. how can you fall victim to something? And I'll tell you what, I know exactly how actually it stemmed from fear. Mm-hmm. It does fear of seeing somebody you love be hurt. Yeah. And if I'm going to be totally transparent, it's fear because this person's family members got vaccinated against COVID. Mm-hmm. That's where that fear started for this person. Yeah. Hey, there and it's it is. Re- spiraled. It's ugly head once again. And I have to say, I, I'm pretty sure this person has been involved in charismatic. Well, they don't go to church. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because of, because okay. of people. <laughs> because of people. Anymore. Right. Anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to align myself with any denomination or be a member of any church. So that's fine. To each their own. I said that at one time but in my this life. this started out of fear mm-hmm. because you can't control that people die around you or get sick and get hurt. And then you buy into this, well, I'm just going to heal them then. Mm-hmm. But you can't. If you are operating out of fear, that's Satan. Right? Mm-hmm. We are not given the spirit of fear. And I ask everyone listening today to not operate out of fear. That's Satan's greatest tool to hold the Christians down, Mm -hmm. to misguide the Christians, to go down a different way. Fear for nothing. If God takes care of the birds and the plants, won't he take care of you? That's not King James, but that's (laughs) that's paraphrasing Jesus' words right there. Right? And that's, I think, a lot of this, this new apostolic reformation is people, they're afraid. Yes. Why are you afraid of the next life? Man, I cannot wait. No, I think people are afraid because they see where our he- world is headed, and mm-hmm. it's disgusting, and it's scary, mm-hmm. and they don't want to think that people can be that depraved and that filthy and that violent. Mm-hmm. Hey, then I, I, I'd tell you to listen to, to Pastor Paul Washer then, right? He he hits the, the nail on the head so many times talking about the depravity of human, and that, that's a Calvinist whole outlook on there. And it is true. We are depraved. There's nothing we can do that would save our soul. There's nothing. No. All you have to do is repent and believe, and boom, it's done. Now, be in the Word, get baptized, grow your discipleship, and be a true warrior for Christ. Mm -hmm. We haven't picked up our swords yet, but he says, and I believe, right? Going back to the NAR, and we are, once again, we're using BereanResearch.org. Great website for more than this. They have research on everything, right? And that's what the Bereans in the Old Testament did. They were researchers, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. Right? It says the NAR's extensive mission outreach throughout the globe has caused the astonishing church growth that's happening in Africa, Asia, and Latin America. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because they're taking they're taking some of the, the, the native customs and they're wrapping it up in their movement. That's not what Christ tells us to do. And a church will grow rapidly when you tell people what they want to hear. Exactly. If their ears ears are tickled, more of them are going to come. Mm-hmm. It also uh, denigration of the Bible and sola scriptura, experience oriented theology based in emotionalism, mm-hmm. and steeped in mysticism. Yeah, Eastern mysticism is woven throughout this NAR mm-hmm. and New Age movement, which you know, is right alongside NAR, if not the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. 
If we look at the NAR, there's six traits that they say to look out for. We talked about apostles. We talked about prophets. I think we beat that dead horse. Mm -hmm. We beat that dead prophet. Number two, kingdom. Rather than preach the gospel of the cross, apostolic leaders are working to bring the gospel of the kingdom of heaven to earth. We talked about that, right? They do this by taking dominion of earthly kingdoms or mountains of government, media, entertainment, education, business, family, religion. I got to say, Christians, we need to be involved in all that stuff. Yes. We need to move away from Hollywood. We need to create our own, and I dare say, pure flicks, because we'll talk about that at a later date as well. But we need to, we need to, we need to be involved in those things. Or you need to put your head in the sand and wait for Jesus to come back. Mm -hmm. No. We, we need to hear athletes talk about, I had a spiritual awakening when I saw my teammate almost die. Mm -hmm. And man, I need, to, I need to act better for Christ. We need more Tim Tebow's to take a knee when he scores a touchdown and pray. We, we need that stuff. We need more Hollywood actors saying, yeah, I'm a Christian. It's going to be tough. We've, we've gone so far away, but we need it. Number three is destiny or presence glory. Though members are not always charismatic, they frequently emphasize a manifestation of glory in God's presence and often have a special anointing to receive direct revelation from God in other signs and wonders. They teach that our purpose is to achieve our dream destiny so that we can change the world. <laughs> that, that, is, that is exactly from Satan. Yes. What does Satan do? Satan takes whatever God does, whatever has God is righteousness, and he flips it on its head. Our dream destiny has nothing to do with anything on this earth. Nope. We are here to do the work of Christ that he left for us to talk about. Yep. So there it is. That's that's the switch right there. Your dream destiny. What did you say? Grab it. <laughs> it's not, I didn't coin the phrase, but grab it, blab it. Grab no, it, blab no, it. No, no, no. Blab it, grab it, name it, claim it. Name it, claim it. That's what that is. Hey, and this is a word that God's put on my heart, revival. They, they talk about revival a lot. Revival on a massive scale is key in this movement. Here's what I want. I have talked about this on the show before. If we look at the, the Great Awakening when before the country was founded and after, that revival was not George Washington blabbing to the world saying we need revival. Mm -hmm. It was preachers going church to church, town by town, township to township, whatever the littler thing was, and preaching revival, preaching repentance mm -hmm. in God's name. It was small. Revival starts at a, a base level, small scale. Yep. What they're preaching, so okay. If that's true revival, it starts in the local church. It starts in the one person's heart. Then for, for them to say revival starts in a large scale, who's that again? Satan. Yep. 180 of everything. Unity. Oh, this is, this is where Becky hit hard earlier. <laughs> Unity at the expense of biblical doctrine is almost always used in both the how and the why in this movement. Unity for the sake of bringing heaven to earth is leading to the blurring of doctrinal and denominational lines, often bringing together well-known leaders of charismatic reformed, word of faith, seeker, emergent, progressive, and Roman Catholic churches all under one umbrella. Mm -hmm. The progressive Christian movement is fake, mm -hmm. but it's real. Yeah, It's fake doctrine, but it's really happening, and it's really big. Yeah. If you got to hear our guest Samuel say talk about that last last month, the progressive, the woke Christianity is fake, and that's a whole other arm of this because a lot of these these other churches are they're denouncing that fake woke progressive Christian movement, but a lot of them are enticing and embracing embracing it. it. Yep. Yeah. Right, and then here's the last sign, and once again, 
if we've talked too fast, whatever we've done, go back. BereanResearch.org. And once again, take what BereanResearch.org says and go into the scriptures and find it for yourself. Mm -hmm. We just found this great website that has a lot of good information. But here, NAR denies the sufficiency of scripture, and this is the one that cuts my heart the deepest. Being a somewhat new Christian, I have sold out for Christ, and I, I eat up the Word. And then I go to, you know, more learned men than me and say, what does this exactly mean if I can't figure it out myself? The sufficiency of Scripture, the, what God has left for us, is perfect. Yes. His Son lived a perfect life. NAR adherents may believe in the inerrancy and authority of the Bible, but God's breathed out word is just enough for them, is just not enough for them, sorry. Jesus' sacrificial death for our sins is not good enough. The promise of eternal life in heaven is not good enough. And there's all these leaders in this movement. Peter Wagner started it, Chuck Pierce, Bob Jones, Paul Kane, Cindy Jacobs, Mike Bickle of the International House of Prayer. Come on, man. Your church ain't that old. I hop. The International House of Pancakes has been around a lot longer than your church. Don't name your church that. Real quick, I just want to say the Bob Jones here is not the Bob Jones of the homeschool gotcha. curriculum. Rick Joyner, Bill Johnson, you've heard that name before, Todd Bentley, Lou Angle, Brian and Bobby Houston of Hillsong. Hmm. That dude's about to be in prison mm-hmm. for sweeping his father's sexual assault of young men under the rug. Children. Here's what I want to call out every church leader right now because this is going to be my soapbox. If you sweep any abuse under the rug, God will judge you harshly. That's why I have a problem with old John Mack down there. If you are allowing abuse to happen in your church for the sake of a deacon, for the sake of a, a other church elder, it's time for you to go. You need to repent. You need to throw down your pastoral whatever you have and leave. Because for you to allow young people to be hurt in your church, you're doing the work of Satan. You have allowed Satan into your church. And so, Brian Houston, you will be judged. Becky Fisher, Brian Simmons, and Steve Schultz. That's not the guy that did Peanuts, is it? Charles Schultz. Charles Schultz. Hey, there's so much more we could talk about on this. Did you want to wrap anything up on the NAR? And I don't know. We just, I, I don't even know. If you hear any of these keywords in mm-hmm. your church, either run mm-hmm. or, or st- talk to your pastor. Stand and fight. Talk to your pastor. Get to the bottom of it. And if he stands with it, then it's your job to leave and tell everyone on your way out the door. Hey, I hope what you you heard here today has enlightened you. It has educated you a little bit. Becky has done tons of research, so I'm sure we'll be talking about this again on another episode. Yes. Hey, maybe she'll just do a whole episode herself. Maybe if I get mad enough. Yep. You guys like when she does that. Or sad enough. Once again, if you want to help support us, you can give us a call. Text 519-818-7818. For Becky, I'm Matt. Until next time, remember to be sober and be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me anew. And I'm so grateful. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they want to kill kids in the womb Try to get to heaven, here's the interview Praying soon enough, he will live in you Promise you the world, it'll ruin you Find your way to God, he'll make you a new Following through with you